0: And now a word from one of our favorite sponsors, Helium 10. If you truly want to build an automated and scalable e-commerce business, then you need to be selling on Amazon. And the absolute must have tool for all Amazon sellers in our opinion is Helium 10. If you don't utilize Helium 10, there's a good chance your competition is, and you're not likely to get very far on Amazon, sadly. Helium 10 is truly the industry's first all-in-one Amazon software. It lets you do faster, more powerful product research, easily find a product with a robust 450 million ASIN database, and quickly validate your product success with at-a-glance analytics like seasonal trends, profit estimates, and more. Helium 10 lets you find thousands of keywords in seconds with multiple keyword search options, like single word and reverse ASIN searches, source everything from backend keywords to low competition phrases and more. It also helps you write listings like a pro. A smart guide leads you through the listing creation process. So you write stellar high-ranking listings every time. Easy to use tools allow you to pack your listings with hundreds of keywords. Want to manage your business effortlessly? Alerts, updates, and non-stop monitoring let you know what's happening with your products, seller account, and markets. Plus, built-in security tools keep you a step ahead of malicious threats. It also comes with analytics that power decision-making, creating better products, positioning, and competitive strategies with smart metrics. See your profits, market share, competitor ranking, and more displayed in clear, easy-to-read graphs. Automatically send your customers follow-up emails and review requests. Automatically generate refund requests with Amazon for lost or damaged inventory. And lastly, but most importantly in our opinion, with Helium 10, you can market your business with confidence. Pull outside traffic and drive Amazon customers to your products effortlessly with intuitive tools, including a landing page builder and an Amazon ads PPC manage- management and automation that allows you to grow your revenue with minimal effort. We use to spend over $1,000 a month on an advertising automation software that Helium 10 recently acquired And you get access to this tool automatically as a Helium 10 member when you purchase the Diamond or Elite plans. We have negotiated an awesome deal for our audience of 50% off your first month or 10% off your monthly payment every single month. To get access to these special offers, just click the link in the show notes or go to businessandinvestingsherpa.com forward slash Helium 10. Welcome to the Business and Investing Sherpa Podcast, where we'll teach you how to build an automated, scalable, multi-million dollar e-commerce business just like we did. Plus, we'll teach you how to invest the profits to reach financial independence and a whole lot more. We're not interested in retiring early though, but rather building a life we never want to retire from. Hey guys, what's up? This is Daniel with another episode of the Business and Investing Sherpa podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how to reach out to manufacturers to get pricing details and samples. While vetting suppliers, there's more to consider than just price. Though price is very important, other factors such as quality and communication are equally important. In this section, we'll talk about some tips and tricks to get manufacturers to take you seriously. To start, the first step is to go to Alibaba.com, spelled A-L-I-B-A-B-A dot com, or AliExpress, that's A-L-I-Express and search for the product that you are interested in producing. If it's a unique product, then look for products that are very similar. Another site you can use is GlobalSources.com, and we have not used that site, but we have heard good things about it as well. On Alibaba.com, first you want to click the boxes on the left for verified supplier and trade assurance. You can also select the boxes for management certification if that is present. On Alibaba, the companies pay to be on the site and they also pay more money to have um, things like verified supplier or trade assurance. You can even look for something like visual inspection, and this means that Alibaba has sent a um, actual team to go verify it, and that should get brought in with the verified supplier box, but it's an important one to look for as well. So on Alibaba and AliExpress, you want to look for similar products to yours at good prices. First on Alibaba, you can send a message to the supplier and contact the seller on Aliexpress. So there's different kind of ways to reach out on the different platforms. On Alibaba, you're working more with either manufacturers themselves or sometimes trade trade companies. Um on AliExpress, you typically are not in our, what we have found is you're typically not working directly with the manufacturer potentially, um, but maybe not. Um, in our case, we found that we were able to get in contact with a sourcing agent through the contact the seller button on AliExpress and a sourcing agent is someone that works closely with many manufacturers and potentially works for a trade company and they take a fixed fee or a commission on sales from they're kind of a middleman for connecting you the the buyer with the manufacturer so in our experience um it's actually not a bad thing to have a sourcing agent they are able to negotiate better prices than you might be able to otherwise. They know the language. They understand the just the culture and the way to communicate effectively. And so in our case, we found that we loved working with a sourcing agent. Uh, a few other benefits are if you find one that is really good at communicating, then It can make your life a whole lot easier because you have just one point of contact that you can communicate with. They can do the negotiating for you. And then as you build your brand and expand your product line, they have the relationships where they can build those to reach out to other manufacturers and help you source new products as well. And they are able to be a third party to vouch for you and for your sales. So in our case, as we expanded into new product lines with manufacturers outside the original um, that we were working with, they were able to go to those manufacturers and say, hey, look, I have a track record with this company. These are the types of sales they've been doing. I believe they can perform for you all as well. So that can be extremely valuable and it makes logistics on everything so much easier. So if you can find a good trade company or a good sourcing agent, we recommend that. Otherwise you can work with, directly with the manufacturers and you may find that that works as well. So you're gonna go and send a message to the suppliers and the sellers that you find look like they are good quality um, manufacturers or sourcing agents and that have the product you're looking for at a good price And specifically, you're going to be asking them some specific questions such as do they do OEM or private label, which means will they manufacture the product for you and put your brand on the product and work with you on that. So you want to find a manufacturer that will do that. You also want to show them that you are a serious buyer. Um, meaning asking them questions like, how much will it cost to ship a container load of this? What's the price for a 20-foot versus a 40-foot? What kind of price per unit will you offer us if we place an order for a 20-foot container or a 40-foot container? And there are ways to scale into that um, very Non aggressively, Um, there's some tactics we'll discuss in a minute on how to do that. And you also definitely want to ask about the cost to ship the product by air and by sea, because you may find that you can make the product work by air um, for a little while profitably, but knowing that your goal will be to get enough inventory rolling that you can move to sea shipping so that you can bring your costs down. Because often you might have a product that costs $15 by air, but the total cost by sea would only be $3. So those are the types of things you want to know so that you don't write a product off right off the bat because of the air shipping if you believe that you are able to move to sea shipping in the near future. So after you reach out to these manufacturers and... Before you do that, we actually have a template that we will include a link to in the show notes that you can opt into to download and this template will give you a series of questions and a a good guideline um, that you can send as an email and that you can change for your own branding and change what you would like, um, but it'll give you a good starting point for reaching out to manufacturers. And so in the show notes, just look for a link that talks about opting in to get our template for reaching out to manufacturers, our sourcing template. And using that, you want to see how the companies react to you. How do they respond? Um, you want to see companies that communicate well with you. This is extremely important. If the company, the whoever it is, the manufacturer, trade company, sourcing agent, if they don't communicate well with you, then do not move forward with them. You want to find a company that appears flexible enough on quantities as well to work with, When you reach out to them, you want to ask them what their minimum order quantities are. This is called the MOQ, and you also want to try negotiating the price amongst that manufacturer as well as others, not too strongly off off the start because you haven't built up any real rapport with them, Um, but... A tactic you can use is you can go to 1688.com. That's 1688.com. And if the product is fairly generic, then you can actually look on there and try to see. It's like an eBay or Amazon for Chinese consumers. And you can see potentially how much your very own manufacturer you're talking with or sourcing agent is selling the product to Chinese consumers for. And as long as the product is truly very similar, you might be able to use this as a negotiating tactic to say, hey, look, you're charging the local consumer fifty dollars, but you're charging a 60. We plan to place larger orders and would like to ask that you respectfully price the product at $45, something like that. So you want to use the pricing as both a benchmark and a gauge to see if they are overcharging you and as a negotiating tactic. After that, once you have found a good company to work with and you are ready to move forward or potentially a couple companies, you want to go ahead and get samples and compare the quality. You On your very first sample run, you don't necessarily need to ask for the product to be private labeled or have great packaging, all that sort of thing, tagging, labels. Um, really, at the beginning, you're just trying to find who is, who is the company you are going to work with. If you really want to get all those things, you definitely can and see if they will work with you on that. Otherwise, once you pick the company that you want to work with, you will likely, on the next order, need to get another sample that is production quality. So you will have to work with them on the pricing, um, on the packaging, the labeling, your branding, all of that um, before you get before you place your first major order. So after you have done this, um, one key thing is the pricing. So after you get the pricing from them, you have to make sure that this is going to be a profitable venture for you. And to do that, you need to look at the margin. So we are going to be calculating the margin, which is the profit divided by the revenue. And in order to have a successful long-term product on Amazon, our recommendation is to strive for a margin that is 30% or higher. If you can be closer to 40 or above, that is a great place to be because it gives you opportunity to spend more money on advertising which can help solidify your positioning in Amazon, your ranking, build more reviews, and give you a longer-term, sustainable, competitive advantage going forward. So the margin. So when you're calculating that, the profit part that we're talking about, we want to take into account all of the costs, except we don't take into account advertising in general. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a product that is $50, including the cost of good. So cost of goods sold is a common term in accounting, and that is going to include the price that you pay for the product, as well as the shipping and the customs duties to get it from your Sourcing country um, to your back to the United States. So, say that's from China to the US. Let's say the entire price is going to be $50. Maybe it's $40 for the product. Um, let's say $5 to ship it and $5 for duties. So, you're at $50. And the price that you want to sell the product for on Amazon. Is $100. So we already have a $50 cost of an expense in that line item, but we're also going to have the Amazon commission fee of 15%, the FBA pick and pack fee, essentially the shipping, of around $8 typically. To verify this though, you really need to go to Google and search for the FBA fee calculator and put in a very similar product to yours and it'll show you exactly how much the costs are for picking, packing, shipping, storing that product. So in our example, we were going to have $15 of commission. So Amazon takes 15% of the sale price we were going to have another $8 for shipping and let's say another $2 for warehousing. So we were at 15 plus 10, 25, plus the 50 for the price. So we have a total cost of $75. In this case, the margin is the profit which would be 100 minus 75, so we have $25 of profit, over the revenue, which is $100. We use the sale price on Amazon when calculating the revenue. So that gives you a margin of 25%. So in this case, we if when we were doing our product research, we found that in order to be competitive on Amazon, we felt like we would need to price this product at $100, and we are finding that we can only get a 25% margin at a $100 price point, then I would say that this product has potential. 25 is not so much that you it can't be affordable, but it is very easy to eat up all of that 25% margin Just on ads and getting exposure for the product, that this is not ideal. We would really want to be able to push this price up a bit to the point that we were getting that $30 or 30% margin or above. So, in this case, if we could, if we found from product research and looking at the competitive landscape, that we could sell the product for at 105, um, we wouldn't quite be there because the 15% margin would eat up a little bit. Um, but I would bet at 110, we would be about at that 30% margin. So we want to see that we can either be at 30, hopefully 40 or above, um, or closer to 40 if possible. Um, that is Definitely a winning strategy um, to be able to launch a product and scale it successfully. So now we have looked at what it looks like um, to reach out to manufacturers, what that process is like. I hope that this clears up um, just some of the vagueness that comes with how do I take a product and actually create a company out of it it is not as difficult as it might sound Um, once you get your feet wet and really start reaching out to manufacturers and just talking with them communicating showing them the product you want made um, i think you will find that it's not as daunting as it sounds one last tip um, that i want to share that we Used in the early stages that can be a valuable way to get um, scaling up a bit is if they have higher minimum order quantities than you want, there are tactics to try to get smaller initial orders in order to scale into those and test it out without having to drop ten 000 to twenty thousand on your first order and An example of that would be you could tell them that you want to order say 10 or 20 samples and that you'll pay the the full price um, for those. Not the sample price, so a quick note on that. It is very common to spend a few hundred dollars per sample and that is generally because it takes more time for them to develop a new product, for them to get the materials you want, and to just work with you in general. They're taking a risk, so a lot of times you can't expect to pay one to $300 for them to do the work on producing and send you a, sending you a sample. Sometimes you'll get lucky and they won't um, if they really trust you and believe in you. But in general, um, just know that it is very common to need to pay extra for those samples up front. So if if they say, hey, we need you to pay $300, don't quit the business. Uh, That is just one step in the many, and it is very common. So yeah, back to our example, you could say, hey, we want 20 samples um, to give to each of our beta testers or each of our product testers or our um, sales reps. Uh, maybe you have, you could call that friends and family affiliates. Um, you don't have to tell them that, um, but it, that can be one effective strategy. Things like that in order where or you can say you just want to place an initial test order to make sure that every all the logistics go through before you place larger orders, those sorts of things. So and just by asking about um, future order pricing and shipping quantities, those sorts of things, um, that'll help to make you sound more legitimate in their eyes and more willing to work with you if you're not comfortable reaching out as the ceo um, another strategy which might be more reasonable to them um, and make you look more professional is to reach out as the purchasing agent or the buyer for your company you can say hi i'm so and so and i'm the purchasing agent for xyz company and that will give them the sense that They have someone dedicated to purchasing, um, and so that is one additional strategy just to um, hopefully get people to take you seriously as you reach out to them. And I think that's about a wrap for today. I truly hope that you are comfortable with this business model, that you understand that there, there are obstacles. There are barriers to entry. Um, You have to have a good product. You have to reach out to manufacturers, have them work on um, going through the shipping process and just all these different hoops, but they are very doable. And it's those barriers to entry that make this business model one that is very sound and able to just keep rolling right along and you're able to really build a true business and it's not just this scheme um it is truly providing value to customers and being rewarded by that and taking advantage of the amazing opportunity we have on Amazon right now and just on online through our own websites in general. So I hope that you can appreciate the potential and that that potential that you could literally create a million dollar business in just one year will help inspire you to take these first actions of just reaching out to manufacturers. It costs you no money to do any of this process of reaching out and asking for samples, talking to manufacturers, and this is all free, and so I hope you will at least um, continue down this this journey with us. We hope to be your guide the entire way. And lastly, if you are doing product research, trying to still determine your product or your brand, then I highly recommend Helium10.com. They are, you will hear us talk about them a lot because we truly believe they are the very best um, tool for selling on Amazon. They do everything you can imagine and you can do product research on there as well. We are, They sponsor us um, and so we have a deal with them where we can offer all of our customers, all of our listeners 50% off their first month or 10% off every month by using our affiliate link at businessandinvestingsherpa.com forward slash helium 10 you can also find this link in the show notes and i hope you will use that to continue to try to find your perfect product if you would like our help um, vetting your product choice then feel free to sign up on the website and schedule a consultation where we can do a product research consultation we'll look over what you have chosen, and give you our analysis and feedback. And I think that is about it for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on another episode of the Business and Investing Sherpa Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're new to the show, I highly recommend you listen to episode one and slowly work your way through all the episodes as the content builds upon itself. Also, if you are getting value from this podcast, please consider financially supporting the show to encourage us to keep it going. You can do this by clicking on the link in the show notes. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and review. Take care and see you on our next episode.